I'm Kayla. Please like and subscribe. All right. Well, welcome back to another Crypto Bros. And a Holly Girl. Podcast number 43. 43. So. And King Dingling. <laughs> he had to throw that what? in there. Yeah, don't listen to Greg. He's on energy he's drinks. On crack. And, yeah, he's on crack. Liquid oh. crack. Crack. But 43 means we're getting very, very close to a milestone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we are getting very close to our one-year anniversary, and uh, we have some really cool special things planned that we're not going to tell you what they are today. But no. stay tuned. There's some awesome things coming up, things that I don't think you're going to expect. Um, but we're getting close to number 52, and yeah. that's insane from where we started. So, <laughs> But before membrane. we go any further, <clears throat> I want to introduce our guests, and we'll kind of get into uh, some crypto news and some things like that, and then really excited about the interview portion of this podcast. But today we have uh, Dark Moon Tim joining us, along with Merck. Thank yeah. you guys for coming on. Yeah, Clap, my, my earphones are yeah. falling out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, We'll get into just a few things, some housekeeping items, and then we I can't wait to talk to you guys. So thank you for joining us. And uh, officially, we found a new studio. Yeah, for did. those of the people that have been following the saga of <laughs> bulldozers and electric companies <laughs> and guys trying to haul our building away, uh, we actually found a new studio uh, Tuesday? Yeah. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. And we will be moving into it as soon as we record the podcast on the 17th of this month, yeah. mm -hmm. we'll be tearing this place down and moving to a completely different town. And it is three times bigger. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. It, it's big. And we got lucky enough that it doesn't cost us any more money. As a matter of fact, it might be cheaper. So yeah, we're gonna I'm going to give applause <laughs> yeah. to that right there. Because for a while, we weren't sure what we were going to do because we were running out of options. Yeah. And this place, I think, is going to be perfect. So It's right by my house. It's right by my what? My new house. Yeah, Greg's new house. It's closer for <laughs> Greg, further for Caleb and I, but it's all good. good. So let's get into a little bit of crypto so we can get to the interview. And Holly dipped on us. Fire dog. Yeah, her dog's trying to be a rock star <laughs> the last couple podcasts. So... <laughs> Um, we did see in the news that the Coinbase lawsuit that was um, up against them has been dismissed. Um, they had a lawsuit going that, that they were selling tokens that they didn't own. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but anytime things like that go away, it, it helps the black eye of the FTX situation. Yeah. And so it is always good to see those sort of things go down. Also, Bitcoin had its best 45 days that it's had in a year. So a lot of people are pumping that that, that bull market is back. We shall see. In the meantime, um, these, you guys don't believe it? No. Oh, I just asked him if it really was back. Oh, okay. No, and he, he doesn't really think so? Knew. He doesn't. Yeah, I'm right here with it. I, I, I think that there have been a lot of people that have been talking over the last six months that we were going to get to a point where things pumped a little bit and then it was going to kind of trade sideways for yeah. a while. I'm in the, in the belief that it's we're in that little bit of a pump but we i don't think we're in a bull market yet no. but we will see in the meantime guys like me are dollar cost averaging um we've been able to in some of the projects that we are invested in stake and get some of those returns back and then get our dollar cost averages down on a lot of projects um safe moon being one of them i love the sweatshirt and 
That has yeah, actually yeah. been able to open your eyes. Because it's cold outside. Don't show your gut to Caleb. He'll punch you. <laughs> That's just what he does. But, like, you know, personally, my dollar cost average has been cut in half from where it started. Um, and so I'm excited about those numbers. And, and so it's a good time to be building. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we, we read and we saw was that Grove has partnered with an energy company, uh, WA Energy out of West Australia. Um, So we'll see what that means in the whole scheme of things. Um, Don't have a lot of info on that, but something to keep your eyes out on because as they keep it, just they just keep moving forward Mm -hmm. and they have a vision. Um, They do have their roadmap, but I feel like there's some other things in their vision that we don't have a good grasp on, which Mm -hmm. is cool. I'm all about being surprised. So, but really, Holly, did you have anything to add to the crypto talk? There's still crap all over our table. <laughs> well, there's so there's uh, Mirror Protocol. They're coming out with their staking sooner than later. Yeah, um, I am very excited for that. It's you know I I don't know if you guys have seen the videos um, that they've been producing, but they are actually very very well thought out, and you know they're. Oh my gosh, I want to talk so much about it, but I I can't. I don't I don't know exactly how much they've released so far, but Not I am much. super excited for it. The <laughs> you know, the staking platform that they have is super user friendly, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like it is really, really cool. Um, something that I have not seen anywhere um in regards to staking. So I am super excited mm-hmm. about that. They really did keep in mind the users and the people who are going to be staking um, when they built it. So that was really awesome. Um, and they did have a state uh, uh, space last night. I didn't get to join at all, um, but from what I did, I it was just, they just kind of talked about all of that and when it's coming out. But I'm telling you guys, it's coming within Sweet. the next few days, I feel like, so. Sweet. That's, yeah. that's pretty general, so. I think you'll be okay. But you know, we kind of saw them start way up here with kind of the hype and the utility and all that stuff. And then there was kind of some slipping on that. And I feel like in the last, not just last night's space, but in the last 10 days even, it's kind of started to build back up. So I think that, I think there's a good chance we'll see some good things out of them. Um, it's just all in due time. And that time frame is different for every token that's out there or coin. And it kind of depends on where you're at and we'll see what happens. You know, uh, I know a lot of people walking around with their fingers crossed and so we'll see, I, you know, we can't, I wish I knew if I knew I'd be rich already, but um, we'll see I what think happens. we're going to do good things. You know, it, I, from what I've seen so far, what they built is very simplistic. Um, and when something is simplistic looking, it's very complex to build that. Um, and I right. think that's going to be the most important thing for um, adoption is if it's easy to use, um, and it's easy to understand, you know, a lot of people are going to start to use it. So I'm really f- looking forward to what they put out in the future, because I know Don and Leet, and I think they're just wicked smart rock stars with crypto. And I'm, I'm excited to see what they put out. Yeah, so, I, I, I actually, last night when I was on that space, Don actually was talking about how you guys were in dark protocol or something like that. Dark I, protocol. Yeah. What is that? Like, was... I, I don't know. It was this late night uh, Twitter space. It was like really late at night and would, we would just go in there. Uh, I think Don and uh, Leet started it and we would just go in there and talk about the weirdest things when it came to crypto, like the possibilities. And it's just like, there was this 
this think tank of like really complex things that could happen in, in uh, DeFi. And it's really cool because a lot of the things that they talked about in there, uh, that's what they tried to bring to reality and that's what they're doing. And they hired this development team and they're building it. So it's like the first of its kind. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty awesome. Cause I kept hearing that over and over. I'm like, what is dark moon protocol? Like I, why I don't know about that being around as long as I have, I had no idea. So good to know. It is kind of funny how you can be, you know, you can, be in the know and around and be in all these spaces and every once in a while things like that pop up and you're like how have i never heard of this before right right so well tim let's and, and Mark, let's get right into you guys i'll give you the floor for just a second to kind of introduce yourselves um kind of what you are and what you're about so that anybody that doesn't know um you can take this time to kind of educate them just a little bit before i start asking you specific questions <laughs> I'll go first. I'm Dark Moon Tim. I'm a YouTuber who started out doing uh, Safe Moon YouTube videos. Uh, my background prior to that is uh, I'm a filmmaker by trade. I used to live out in LA and make films. I used to work on Disney stuff, uh, CBS Sports. Um, and after that, I, I moved out to Pennsylvania with my family. And then I became a YouTuber uh, for cryptocurrency. And now we are working, I am working and building in the Web3 space. So that's where I'm currently at right now. Awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah, and um, as you guys know, they uh, people call me Merck. My real name is Americo, but um, uh, a little bit about me. I I came to the crypto space two years, two little over two years ago, like everyone else. Um, saw a TikTok ad about SafeMoon and got in. You know, tried <laughs> to get in, couldn't figure it out. Um, put it to the wayside, and um, I think it was um, the end of April, early May, when um, I was. Uh, had some extra free time on my hands and I kept hearing people talk about it. So like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out right now. Um, <laughs> so I finally did. And unfortunately you know, I came in at a, um, I think it was on the way down, but you know, to me it didn't matter because I was just intrigued by the space. Um, I had heard about crypto a long time ago when I was in college. I, I won't get into that because it wasn't the, the nicest way of getting into crypto. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, other than that, in, in, in real life, I run a small business. Um, I've I worked in the multifamily industry for a long time. Um, I used to be a bartender when I was in college, um, and I studied mathematics at the University of Houston. Um, I love cryptocurrencies. Um, I love the Web3 movement that we're in, and I believe, uh, I don't want to call myself a DeFi maxi, but I'm definitely a DeFi enthusiast. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's good. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. I like that yeah. DeFi enthusiast. Me too. So, Tim, let's get to, uh, let's talk a little bit about your YouTube content that you have out there. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I started in October of 2020, I believe. Okay. Um, and so I've been doing it for a little over a year and a half now. Um, and I just basically try to go through more of the rabbit holes or like trying to find out what particular companies are doing, more so SafeMoon. Um, but I think what I'm going to start moving into now is helping people navigate through DeFi a little bit easier because I, I find that there's a lack of knowledge when it comes from moving from chain to chain and uh, what to do on those chains. And uh, I think that's much needed in this space because when you tell someone about a project on another chain, they're like, well, I'm stuck on Binance. I don't even know how to get over <laughs> yeah. to Avalanche or Polygon. Yeah. Um, so I want to show people how easy it is to to move from one chain to the next. And I think that's what my content will be morphing into in the upcoming future. Okay. Definitely Sweet. needed. So oh, that's that's pretty awesome. Yes. 
Yeah, so, you know, we, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, we've been doing this for just less than a year and learned a ton about YouTube and all that stuff in the first three, four months and still learning on that. And uh, you have a pretty successful YouTube channel. Um, is it, uh, how often do you put content out? Do you have a certain schedule or is it just when things pop up? Um, so I used to have a, a goal where I would do a video every day. Um, okay. And that got to be a lot, especially when I'm, I'm in the process of making documentary films as well. That's my full-time job. Um, so when I had a special release for a big film that I was working on for two years, I had to take some time off from working on my YouTube channel as, as frequently as I have. Uh, and then I teamed up with Merck and uh, uh, another person, and his name is True, and we started building a crypto project in the background, an NFT project. And so it all these things that I'm working on, this documentary, my YouTube channel, and this other DeFi Web3 project, it just kind of like slowed down the YouTube content a little bit. Um, and also I was waiting for things to be released to do more videos on the stuff that would be released so I can go into more depth and how it worked and stuff for people. Yeah, and it kind of, it, it's it's a little bit odd in a bear market and when there's not a lot of things coming out that are new, yeah. uh, the hype isn't as much as it was before. We found that, that's, that's kind of where we got into getting guests on and interviewing people so that people could get to know just community members or CEOs or developers or whoever it may be at a little bit different level. Um, but uh, we subscribed to your channel uh, this week. I don't remember what day it was. And we're going through it and looking at some stuff. Uh, we've been following each other on Twitter for a while now, but uh, it was nice to kind of, we do a lot of research behind the scenes on how people put YouTube together because it was foreign to us from this side of the table until about a year ago and we had no idea what we were doing um we'd say this to people all the time if you go back and watch our very first podcast <laughs> it makes it. me cringe <laughs> it was really really bad <laughs> but everyone's got his first video did you I, I hate my first video i'm just like oh man i was so terrible <laughs> yeah but everybody's got to start <laughs> somewhere right it's yeah, yes exactly yeah and it's one of those deals too where we talked about maybe even on the last podcast how awesome it is that there are the tools out there for people to get creative and get noticed. Um, nobody would have ever put us on a television station, even at the midnight, you know, viewing <laughs> of nobody's awake, you know, but you can throw that out there and you can get better at things. Yeah. And, you know, I think we're at 8,500 subscribers or whatever. And someday nice. we hope to have as many as you got, as you have on yours. But um, let's get into your, um, your award-winning filmmaking real fast. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, so uh, actually out of high school, I got into the nuclear field and I was working in a nuclear power plant for a while. Uh, and I was working around all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? This isn't what I want to do with my life. So I went to <laughs> film school yeah. um, to try to get away from radioactive material. And it worked, you know, when you go to film. <laughs> so yay. Um, and <laughs> all I can think about is Simpsons. That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was about to ask you. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, actually, what I got to see is they were pulling these spent fuel rods out of the reactor and they were glowing a cobalt blue. So the, the Simpsons, it's more of a green. So they're a little off on that. Someone needs to, to uh. fix that. But um, yeah, so I got out of that field um, and then I moved into the film field and then I slowly moved my way out to Los Angeles where I worked on a bunch of projects out there. 
Um, and I got into LA right when 4K film was coming out. Like Oakley has just developed the first 4K camera at this point um, and no one knew how to work with it. So every post-production facility in, in Los Angeles was like, we're not touching it. All we do is film or we do digital video that's high definition. We don't do 4K. So uh, Stanford actually shot the first video in 4K University for the promo video, but they couldn't find anyone to edit it. And so they put this ad out on, I don't know if you guys heard of Craigslist. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're oh, looking, they yeah. were desperate, right? This is Stanford <laughs> University. This is how desperate that's they nuts. were to find someone. Wow. Yeah. That is desperate. Because it back, was like- Back then, that's definitely desperate. <laughs> yeah. Stanford's on Craigslist, guys. And- <laughs> So wow. I saw uh, I saw the ad and I was like, you know what? I'm going to reply and say that I can edit this video for them. Um, and I couldn't. At, I just said I'd figure it out. So they <laughs> they contacted me. They're like, oh, this is great. We have no one that could do this. And then they gave me all this footage. And so I had a really smart friend with me out in L.A. who came from film school with me. And I said, all right, now that we have this, we have to actually do it. So <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Um, and we were able to figure that out. We took a 4K film and we cut it into four 1080p sections. Just like if you're looking at like the video, the, how I see it, I see four different video streams on the screen that I'm looking at now. You might not see that when you guys edit together. Um, and basically that's how we were able to cut it in and bring it into an editing software that was able to do four streams of 1080p rather than one stream of 4K. Um, and then after we were done, we split it up using After Effects. I'm sure you guys probably heard of After Effects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that allows you to bring it in and by frame and we were to do an image sequence and we cut it up and it was this whole long process, but we delivered this amazing product for Stanford. Um, and then when we did that, we decided to start the very first 4K post-production facility in LA. Um, and then we just started getting all these jobs from like Disney and all these places were just like, all right, well, this is the only place that could do it. So that's how my film, my film career started. Wow. Nice. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. The oh. guy, the guy is resourceful. Eh? Yeah. I like, te I love technology and I love making it work in a, in a different way. Um, yeah. And so that's why I built it. Unfortunately though, it happened around the 2009 economic crash. Mm -hmm. So all the companies that were investing in 4K decided to put a hold on it. Um, mm -hmm. And they started pulling all their projects out of our post-production facility. And the biggest thing that really hurt the businesses was my best friend got brain cancer and passed away. Mm -hmm. um, and he was one of the founding members. So it kind of shut the business down. Um, so I took I took that and we I took my family and we moved to Pennsylvania and, and I became a Safe Moon YouTuber. That's awesome. That that yeah. kind of reminds um, not to that extreme, but that reminds me of Greg. Like it doesn't matter what it is, he's like I can figure it out. And sometimes yeah, he can do that in like five minutes, or sometimes it's like two weeks. But he's not going to give up once he has what he has in front of him. And that's really cool because I think a lot of people would have got that and went, yeah, no, I might be able to do this, but it's going to take too long. And you saw it all the way through and <clears throat> yeah. basically yeah. started I don't think I would have ever replied to the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the ad in the first place. I, yeah. 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 I would have been a guy that would have, Tim. I would have been like, yeah, no, no, I would have been like, shit. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Here's the thing. I, if you see an opportunity there, especially when you when you go for a job interview, right? They're going to ask you stuff that you don't know how to know, that you don't know how to do or you've never done before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the best thing to say in that interview is, yeah, I know how to do that. 
Yeah. Uh -huh. And, and then when you, you get it. the job, you figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. you're right. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. So I usually say if, if I come back and it's not done, there's probably not a way to do it. Really. There you go. Like, or there's just no resource for it right now. Yeah. yeah. And even right. if that's true, we're going to make fun of you for it. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> but no, that's that's very cool. So let's get yeah. into your uh, into the high sea pirates, if you guys don't mind. Can you tell our viewers what that is and kind of give us a little bit of a background on that? Sure. I think before we get into it, I think the best question to you guys is why did you guys get involved in crypto? What did we get involved? Yeah, why did you guys why did you guys get involved in crypto? Was it to make money? Uh, it started out that way. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, and yeah. that, and well, that for, is the fundamental thing behind why we decided to build our own project is because we were um, we were in we saw this opportunity that if we could build this great community or behind this uh, NFT project, we can use this to build this community and this ecosystem that rewards the community without you know having the uh scarcity or i'm trying to tr think of the right words uh but we're trying to build this community where the community owns its own token right so the mm -hmm. token is built for the community it's completely decentralized and there's a fee in the token itself that comes with their ecosystem and i'll get back into the basics of the the project uh from the beginning but sure. i just wanted to talk about the ecosystem is when we saw this, we wanted to build something for the community and have it be decentralized. And so most tokens, the way that they work is they have a fee and that fee goes into like, you know, developer cost and stuff like that. But we didn't want that. We wanted 100% of the fee to go into the LP because at that point uh, you, you start to make a token where the LP gets bigger and bigger. And if you guys ever watched my YouTube channel, there was a video that I did it in early days. It was called Liquidity Lake. And once you hit a certain percentage of LP, no matter what you do, if you buy or sell the token, the token price will always go up. It'll never go down in price. Um, and so we saw that there was a project out there that wasn't getting a lot of notoriety that actually did this. And we contacted those developers and we told them about the project we wanted to build. And they said, whoa, they were super excited to work with us because it gives a great utility to that token. Uh, and then when you have a really good utility for a token that just keeps going up in price, then it goes up in price even faster. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we decided to build the high seas uh, pirates. And I'll let Merck go into the the rest of it from there, the, the actual what is high seas pirates. Yeah, um, so high seas, like, like Tim said, high seas pirates is the combination of all the pain, frustration, and uh, problems that me, Tim, Drew, um, and other people in the space are have been feeling with crypto, right? Um, this need for uh, coming in, you come into the space because you're looking for the gains, but you find yourself amongst family, right? Once you get here and that connection that you have with the community, how do you take that connection and and create an experience around it um, and then create a rewarding atmosphere around it? And that's our solution here with uh, High Seas Pirates. We want it to be a community focused, community driven, um, and I don't want to say project, but it's it's more of a community-driven brand, right? High Seas is a brand that we're trying to build around this community. And so the idea is, I like to look at it like um, we're building a playground, right? Um, and on this playground, everyone has their the ability to say how they want the playground to be organized or structured. Um, and then and then everyone that does participate in that is is able to earn an, an equal and honest reward for doing so. 
Um, and that's what a truly player-owned economy is. If you've ever played any type of game um, in Web2, someone owns the game assets, right? Someone owns the uh, characters that you're playing. Someone owns the board, like Monopoly, for instance. Mm -hmm. So ha how, many, how many times have you guys uh, played Monopoly with your family and you changed the rules compared to what the rule book says, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so <laughs> every time, right? Like. Yeah. Right, and it, like you grow up as a kid, like me personally, I grew up thinking that free parking was a place where all the fees got accumulated. When you land on it, you win that. But yeah. then as, a, as an adult, I, I read the rules, and I was like, no, that's not how that works. You oh, know? my God. Yeah. I just recently I had, learned so, I had no idea. Right, yeah. and so that's what High Seas Pirates is. It's a place for the community to get involved with what we're building. You're, um, you're jumping into this epic pirate experience, and what is a pirate? You know, a pirate's a person who wants to break away from centralized rule right they were tired of the monarchs yeah. we're tired of centralized systems right yeah, we're tired yeah. of banks controlling uh banks controlling everything so you come into DeFi, you immerse yourself in this amazing pirate experience and then we take complex DeFi uh products and we simplify them with gamification we call this gamification as a service so that's what the high seas pirates is it's your um it's your key into this into this experience and it's your connection to the community that we're trying to build. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's something <laughs> they're going to have to, I'm going to have to get in and, and really yeah. dig into that after this interview a little bit more than I was able to this week because that sounds like right up our alley mm -hmm. for sure. We've yeah, talked it's a different, yeah, if you, go it's ahead. It's a different type of project. Um, mm -hmm. So it, we're starting off with an NFT. It's going to be our first product. And that will give the people who want to back the community, who want to be the part of the community, like the pillars of the community, to join by purchasing the NFT. And that gives them early access to this forever appreciating stable token that we're building with our um, developers. And it also gives them early access to beta test the game. It gives them early access to um, play, it, play the game that we're in alpha right now, because we have an alpha coming out. Um, they get, obviously, the ability to vote on things too. Um, and I think that's one of the most important things. How many times have you been in crypto and you're just like, man, I wish they would just change this because yeah. it would just, <laughs> yeah. and every day. This is, <laughs> yes. Oh, you guys and are it, messing up on us, by the way. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm messing uh -oh. up on you. Might be no, me. it's the, the bros. Oh, uh, it, it, you won't see it oh. on this end, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, should I just keep going? Yeah. 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 <laughs> They disappeared right. or that's not going to happen. Now right? it's just, no, now it's just Holly. Okay. Um, yeah. So we wanted to put that into the user's hands. Like we want them to like give us their suggestions mm -hmm. and then have the community come together and vote on it. Cause I think that's the most important part. It's like, we don't want there to be these leaders that don't like, you know, yeah. listen to the people below them. Like we're all in this together. Right. Like if you right. have a really good idea on how we can change the game or how you want to do this in, in this uh, community atmosphere that we're building, we want to hear from you. We want to see if other people like it too. And then we want to bring that to life. We want to make it happen. Um, and that's why we're building this governance system within this NFT. And plus we've done a lot of research in the back end on NFT projects and the power of a community when you get behind an NFT project. Because do you guys know why a board yacht ape club is worth $110,000, you guys know? No. Is it is it the community? It's 100% because the community That's dictates what I the price of it. So they don't want to get, sell it. So. Right. Mm. You get a strong community, they could build the price of that NFT up. If you believe in the ecosystem they're building, 
then boom, man, you, you guys controlled not only just the price of the NFT, but you also controlled the platform that mm. is built around the NFT. And it's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Wow. That is pretty cool. And, and I think community, when it comes to um, any project for me, and, and really, I can think I can speak for all four of us, mm -hmm. is about the people. And that's what we really, you know, one of the very first things that I look at whenever a new project comes out is the people behind it. And, you know, even if it doesn't have a huge community, um, if you can get behind those people, but there are certain people out there that may recommend something that I'm not gonna give any thought to because I don't put a lot of stock in those people, but there are other people that I'm basically investing in them because I right. trust them you know mm. and we found that with several communities as we've been doing yeah. this and and sometimes the first time we met them was actually on the show like we hadn't really had a chance to talk to them and it's developed into like real life friendships mm -hmm. and people that you can trust and and so you are 100 percent right on that and i i'm really excited to see what this morphs into for you guys now have yeah. you are you able to mint now or the nfts for sale now or do you have a date for that uh we do not have a mint date as of right now and you cannot mint right now okay. what we wanted to do is we wanted to build the community up first so we wanted to get people into our discord we wanted them engaging and then once we reach a limit of 500 deckhands that's active members within our discord mm -hmm. so they they move up just one rank it takes about like 10 minutes worth of interacting on our right. discord to get moved up <laughs> but we just want you to come in and be a part of the community and realize and and just be part of the engagement because we want the people the first people to be able to get the nfts to truly want to be a part of the project we don't want someone just to come in and buy it and just just not be active we want you that we want people that want to be part of this movement. Yeah, and just to be just to be clear, um, the NFTs we've created them, they're ready to go, and we could launch them right now. But like Tim said, it's it's not it's about it's not about launching the NFT just because we have them ready to go and the product's ready to be released. Yeah, it's about formula formulating a connection with the community first. Um, and so if you join, if you go to highseaspirates.com, the very first thing you see is join Discord. Um, that's your first introduction into our pirate ecosystem. And within there, you start off as a bilge rat uh, and you have to work your way up a little bit. Um, <laughs> but when you when you level up to the second level, which is called a deckhand, that unlocks um, that's going to unlock more uh, more gamified experience for you. But it also um, we're allocating 500 of our whitelist spots to the first deckhands in our discord. So right now, I think we have 20 or so. So as time goes on, um, people will come in, they'll join the Discord, and then once those 500 deckhand slots have been filled, that's when we'll launch our pre-sale. Our pre-sale will be structured in a way to where uh, the first pre-sale has the best uh, entry point in terms of price, yeah. um, and then we'll have a second pre-sale, which will be a little bit higher pricing, and then our public launch. And all of our um, all of our phases are themed out. So like when you think about a pirate, if you wanted to become a pirate and you wanted to be effective on the ocean, you couldn't run that ship by yourself, right? I mean, it's just no way. Right. So you, you needed you needed a crew, and that's the way we see it. We, me, Tim, and Drew were the captains, um, and were the ship, you know, the first shipmates. Uh, but the three of us alone cannot sail this ship, so we got to find five hundred deckhands to help us take take this ship out to sea. Um, and then once we're out to sea, you know, that's the pre-sale. Um, our first stop is to hit up a couple of ports along the way 
and recruit more members. That's the second pre-sale, right? And then our final destination where we were looking for uncharted lands, when we when we find, you know, land ho, um, that experience is we found a place where we can set up a free colony, which we call Libertalia. Um, and that's where we will do the public launch, right? So that's when anyone can join in. Um, at that point, there's no barrier to entry or anything like that. But uh, we try to fa- we try to go with every phase and keep the story immersive to the pirate to to the sensation of being a pirate. That's cool. That's, That's very cool. I really yeah. like that about the deckhand too. That you have to come in and at least interact because there are a lot of projects out there where people will jump in day one and then you don't ever see them again. Like yeah. they just aren't yeah. going to be part of the community. And for people like us that are community-driven, it's really nice to hear somebody say, hey, you at least have to engage a little bit. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you may still have a few people that don't after a while because real life gets in the way sometimes. There's some Mm -hmm. communities that we're involved in that there's certain days that it's like when I can't get on to talk to them, I feel bad. It's like, (laughs) oh, I haven't talked to my friends today. But, you know, real life happens. And so you're not punished for that. But... It, it is interesting um, in, in some of the discords that we've been in, how people that I don't know, and I've been in these discords for three or four months now, come back and they're like, who are these new people? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that discord keeps rolling whether or not you <laughs> log on to it or not, right. you know? Yep. And that community keeps getting bigger. And if you're not in it for three or four months, you, there's no idea what you may have missed. So, well, I can right. tell you, at least one guy is going to sign up for that and check that out um, today or tomorrow, and uh, we'll be awesome. a decade before you know it. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. it doesn't take long. Looking it up. Yeah, because yeah, it, it doesn't take you, long. I just I need to get better about Discord because it sounds so fun. Well, but I need to get my act together, I guess. What do you use, Holly? Are you a Telegram, um, Facebook, or? I'm a Twitter. I'm a Twitter, Twitter? girl. Okay. And personal, okay. you know, for personal and family and like real, yeah. you know, friends. Well, I do wow. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain, like, you know, like real life. <laughs> IRL. Oh, well, like. IRL. Yeah. But no, I'm. I'm Web two. Pretty much on Twitter only. Have you ever played Mario Brothers? Yeah. Okay, so you know how to play a really simplistic game. And that's what we're going to have built. We're going to have actually a little bit more simplistic. Did you guys ever play Oregon Trail? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Okay. Hey, we, all, we get everyone with that one. <clears throat> yeah, so that's basically how the, one of the first games that we're building is like an Oregon uh, Trail style. Um, and what are we doing as the gaming as a service, gamification as a service is we're going to allow people to take their crypto and grow their crypto by playing a game. And the better you play the game, the more of the crypto that you grow. And that goes back on the community owned token that just always goes up in price. So um, yeah. the so game is going to be in Discord? No, the game's going to be adapt. So oh, okay. think about think about it this way if you get a lords of libertalia nft you take that and you plug it into the dapt and it gives do you guys ever use the game genie before yeah yep. well so anyone we're that old has a lords of libertalia oh yeah so basically the lords of libertalia act as like a game genie so when you're playing the game you'll have better health you'll have better luck you'll bet you'll gain better yield right so then right. it's gonna eventually be opened up to everybody the gaming system, the gamification as a system that we're building, mm-hmm. but the original people that own the NFTs will get all these bonuses within the game itself, almost like as if they had a game genie. So oh, when you're sweet. playing the game, the Oregon Trail, you'll be able to pull in more 
of these rewards with the tokens as you're playing it. It's really fun how we brought it all together. And I just, I love the old school games. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we, we plan on doing is making it really old school. And if the community wants us to advance it, slowly we'll advance it. Cause we don't want to bring out this AAA game where it's like, uh, you know, something super complicated. We want right. it to be super easy yeah. to act, to use, you know, just like text at first and then people get used to playing it. Um, and the better you play it, the more you earn. And I think that's that's pretty fun. So you guys ever seen that that's that so YouTube exciting. video, the evolution of dance, where the guy is just kind of going through all the dance moves? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how we see our project. We're just, we're starting off Oregon Trail. And with the community, um, through the governance model, we're pushing it to, like, have you guys ever played like Sea of Thieves? What's it's that? It's a Microsoft game. Sea of Thieves. Oh, oh CFC, CFC, yeah, yeah, yep. oh, yes. yeah. 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 Like, like, no. yeah. I thought you were saying yeah, so, letters. So, <laughs> I, me too. Oh no. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the direction we want to go. But if we came out to you guys and said, "Hey, we're going to deliver a Sea of Thieves game, and it's going to be here by quarter four. I mean, you would really have to believe. I mean, you'd really have to be. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a very oh, yeah. difficult thing. To and you'd be but saying, we can no. deliver. Yeah, you'd be setting up yourselves for failure for that. Exactly. Certain people would be very disappointed no matter what you brought out in quarter four. So it's yeah. very smart. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. the game is in progress of being made or it's made and it's in testing? So we have multiple games. So the main staking oh. game, which is the gamification as a service where you'll take in-game NFTs that you purchase with the token to gain more of the token. That isn't in development right now. We have another game, it's called Adventure Tips, and that's in the alpha phase right now. So we're in the second alpha of of the Adventure Tips, and this is another cool feature of the NFT. As you play Adventure Tips, you get bonuses, like multipliers, just by playing uh, that if you hold a Genesis NFT. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then when we open it up to everybody, they won't get those bonuses. So of course the people that like playing that Adventure Tips game, they're gonna want to get one of those. And this is why we wanna like, we want everything that we do to reward the community that brought this all together, right? And I think that's one of the the coolest things is that we value every single person in our community. We wanna make sure that what we do helps them in the long run as well. That's great. So your NFTs, when you guys do launch them or mint them, are you go- are you planning on doing it on the NFT SafeMoon's NFT platform or? <laughs> I, I will say this: I may have talked to them about it, and I was waiting on getting an email from someone, and I haven't gotten it yet. So uh, it depends on their launch of the. Uh, it depends on our deckhands. And it mm-hmm. depends on when they're going to be able to release the NFT marketplace. If the NFT marketplace comes in quarter four, we probably will already be at the point where we want to be at our, our yeah. mint point. Yeah. Um, but if they release it next month, and that would be some good timing. So we would probably be at yeah. the point where we have enough deckhands to do the pre-mint. And it would be a, a cool thing if we can work that out. So I'll just have to call them up again and be like, guys, can we make it happen on this date when we hit this many people? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And see what happens. Yeah, that's very cool. You know, you know, sometimes whenever we we do this show and we have people on, um, we don't really know what to expect. And I'll just speak for me personally. I didn't really know what to expect with this. You know, I did a little bit of research on you guys, but you guys are just so down to earth and so cool. I just appreciate you guys mm-hmm. being open and honest with us on everything. <clears throat> it's definitely something this guy is going to start getting behind. So and thank I'm you so for excited that. Me too. <laughs> I, I, you know, I had read a little bit about it, but 
there's so much more to be able to talk to people about it than just kind of, you know, it just being a one-way conversation either via Twitter or websites or white pages or whatever it may be. So um, we do have a lot more fun stuff we're going to do with you guys. But before we close down the interview part, is there anything you guys want to talk about that we haven't talked about yet that you want to get out there for people to know? Um, yeah, if you go to our website and check out our white papers, we have like a 30 or 40 page white paper. I know that sounds crazy long, but we want to let you know that we literally planned all this out, um, that we're, we're not just making this stuff up. We, we've been working on this for nine months. Um, and if you're interested in what we're building, then go and check that out because it really has everything detailed out to the point of how the token works and how the game works and how the bonuses work. Um, and we think that's important, especially when you're looking into a project, make sure that it's well planned out, that the business structure is set up. Because I think that's probably one of the safest things when you're looking to invest into a project is to know that the people know what they're doing and that they have a path forward. Um, and I feel too many in myself, I just, I just jumped in on hype rather than checking out what the company was building and I got burned a lot because of that. <laughs> yeah, us too, us yep, too, man. Everybody, yeah. And yeah. So my recommendation is if you are getting into any project, even our own, just uh, look at what they're building and just do your own research, I think is the most important thing. Yeah, and then jump into the Discord and ask questions. And if, if, you know, if you're doing that with other projects and you're not getting responses and you're not getting you're not able to form any kind of connection to that community through you know through your questions and engaging then that's probably a sign that it's not the right thing for you so uh, definitely join our discord we're trying to we're trying to take the user experience and make it enjoyable um, we're trying to get you guys to you know to kind of escape your everyday um, your everyday situations and come be a pirate for a little bit uh, so when you come in at discord you know it's all about being unapologetic it's about being um uh it's, it's about camaraderie you know playing that fishing game believe it or not it's the simplest game but people are in there <laughs> fishing and we have people time. in twitter spaces talking about it <laughs> um and and that's what we're looking for we're looking for those simple things where the community can connect to one another and uh also you know me tim and drew we're at, we're we're crypto educators by nature um, so we're actually hosting a masterclass in our Discord um, next Thursday. So those of you who don't know how to cross chains, go from one chain to the next. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing a live demonstration, um, utilizing my own assets to move them from one chain to the next. And um, it'll be open. So if you say, hey, let's move some Solana over to Ethereum, I'll show you how to do that. You want to show if you want to see how to move Ethereum over to Binance or Binance over to Polygon. Doesn't matter. It's going to be open. You tell me what you want to do and we'll go through that scenario. Uh, just so, so you guys know, be we hosted. are on Polygon. So uh, I don't know if you guys are on Polygon, but we chose Polygon for a couple of, yeah, powered by <laughs> yeah, Polygon. I was gonna say, right? yeah, I, yeah I, saw, I noticed that. Polygons are really bad and it's really small, but I was pretty sure that's it said Polygon. Yeah. <laughs> and I almost brought it up, I but I was him. like, maybe yeah. I'm not seeing it right. I can't oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, so I, I told Tim to make it bigger. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. He oh, did no. tell me to make it bigger. I'll say, I'll, I'll, just, bigger. I'll say, hey, Tim, make it a little bit bigger because you can't see that. So I don't got time. I don't yeah, got time to make this logo bigger. We, but we did pick Polygon for a couple of reasons, and I'm just going to throw them out right now. It's super mm -hmm. fast. It's up and coming. A lot of big projects are getting into the NFT space on Polygon, mm -hmm. um, and some of the gas fees on Polygon are next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you'll pay like a tenth of a penny for a, a yep. transaction. So you can do 100 transactions and spend like a, a penny or a 10 cents. 
Um, and that's not the case right. that we've had on Avalanche. And Ethereum obviously is like yeah. insane. I tried yeah. to buy an NFT the other day. It was three bucks. It was $10 in gas fee. I'm like, you out of your mind? <laughs> <And> that's that's <laughs> right. the good days too. Yeah. It used to be yeah. way more. I was going to say, that's like actually not bad compared no. to- I remember it was I've like seen... 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. Don't. Anything we do cross chain, we send it through Polygon. That's what we, because we work on yeah, a we, bunch of different chains. And if we're trying to get it to say Binance or whatever it may be, a lot of times we'll send that through Polygon for the same reasons that you guys just mentioned. So I'm excited that you guys are on that chain for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Don't sleep on the purple wave. It's coming. It's going to be the next <laughs> yeah. top five. Like I've definitely been seeing more and more about Polygon recently than I have in the past. And I was like, oh, maybe it's all the people I follow, you know, they're <laughs> they're all about Polygon. But no, I've definitely seen more of it around. Actually, like within the last month, I've seen a lot mm -hmm. about Polygon. So Holly, did the you developers are out there on Twitter all the time. Mm -hmm. yep. Did you have any more questions, Holly? No, so I before we close out, I have one question for both Merck and Tim. Um, not, this is like my favorite joke of all time. <laughs> but what letter of the alphabet is a pirate's favorite? Oh, so I'll, I'll, I'll do this one. Mine is the C. Oh, dang it. So I was going to say, <laughs> you would think it was R, but it's the C. <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, guys, C. we're going to have opportunities to get, you know, to get to know you guys at a whole new different level when we get to Caleb's Choice and to Truth or Dare. Uh, yes. But this has been a ton of fun. And we appreciate you guys coming on here. And if you ever need anything, whatever that looks like, please do not hesitate to reach out because we truly are about people helping people. And uh, we we mean that. And so whatever that looks like, please feel free to reach out. Uh, we will be rooting for you guys. Mm -hmm. You will be seeing at least me in your Discord soon. Um, it we'll sounds like a lot of, of fun. All four of us probably. Yeah, so, it's probably going to be one of those yeah. deals where we, we kind of, with the Misfits, we all got in there and it was, it wasn't a takeover, but it was just like, you couldn't get us to leave. <laughs> you know? yeah. We spent the whole night. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> now we play fun. poker with them in their counting game, uh, which we're not, we don't have a very good track record with. But yeah. uh, no, it's one of those deals that they've become friends. And it sounds like you guys are in that same boat. And so um, it's been awesome having you guys on here. Um, and like I said, reach out if you need something. Maybe we'll be able to have you guys on again because we are at 47 minutes and it does not feel like it's been that long to me. No. And I love talking <laughs> yeah. to people where the conversation is so good, you lose track of time. Mm -hmm. So, guys, yeah. we appreciate you. And there, and there will be the uh, Holativity, the Truth yeah. or Dare, and Caleb's Choice coming out. Mm -hmm. But have a great weekend. Right. We'll put a link to your website in the description. Sorry. Oh, and yeah. Tim, oh, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I have to tell you, I was really nervous to ask you. Oh, he's, he's approachable. Like he is like a big YouTuber, and would he want to come <laughs> on the podcast? So I was like, one day I just got the nerve, and I was like, okay, I'm doing it. And your response of I I'd love to come on was like. Oh, thank goodness, you know, because I was really <laughs> nervous about it. So thank That's you awesome. so much. Yeah, hey, no problem. Sure. Just like you guys, you know, I, I started where you are at and I'm, I'm just a normal person. So I, I'm nobody big. So yeah. he wears tidy whities just like the rest of us. No, no, oh, boxer, nice. Uh, boxer briefs. Uh, yeah, yeah, boxer briefs. Depends on the day. <laughs> but guys, have a great weekend and God bless.
Be kind.